what it is. This is the Macho Man Randy Savage. And this is Hard Factor. And there is no one that does it better right now. Yeah, nobody does it better. I ain't repeating myself. Go ahead, tell me something right now. Yeah, and I'm living in a nightmare. And I'm not a racist. And I'm always cheering. Oh, yeah. Welcome to episode 787 of Hard Factor. It is Wednesday, October 6, 2021. Thank you for cheating on the news with us. We got Mark, Pat, Wes, and I'm Will. All the boys in the house today to talk, to do an interview with a Brian Laundry manhunt expert named Brian Enton. How do you guys think that went? Well, it was awesome. He was yeah. Wes. Wes, good, good job getting that guy. Wes is Thank our Gabby Petito expert. He mm. was on. He was at the house. Yeah, he, he was, was at the yes. laundry house. He's in the yard. He's in the yeah. yard. The whole interview. Right where Dog once stood. I mean, yeah. it, it, I couldn't believe it. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty incredible. Yeah. Yeah, it was big um, new developments. So yeah, it's it was, at the it end of good this timing. show. At the end yeah. of the show. Yes. And uh, yes. YouTube.com to see the the scene. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And before that interview, we're going to talk some politics, entertainment, international stories, and cop stories. Yeah, I got a new segment for you called Five Oh No. <laughs> Five Oh No. Uh, oh, yeah. Gotta get it. Workshopping the name, one of those two. Five that Oh. That pretty good. No. You Just could definitely you do it. a recurring with that one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's like that, fools there's that a work lot of, in schools. There's a lot of meat on the bone there, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Where are we going internationally, Pat? Oh, bro, we're going to uh, uh, Scotland, big time, um, and then we're going to the Holy Land, uh, Jerusalem. It's two uh, illustrious locations. Yeah, big time. Nice. Uh, all right. Well, uh, if nothing else, let's do the news. Cup of coffee in the big time is up first. Yeah. Cup of coffee in the big time. Holidays, history, and trending news. But first, a fun fact. Did you guys know that scientists estimate that there are more stars in the universe than grains of sand on you, planet Earth? You flipped it on us because the yeah. other one was more trees on Earth yeah. than stars in the Milky Way galaxy. That's but right. There's the galaxy's more, pretty big. But there's the universe, which is bigger which is than bigger. the Milky Way galaxy, and there's more stars than grains of sand. I almost asked you about this question. And you would have been right because there are more stars in the universe than grains of sand Bro. on Earth, which is crazy. Would you think about it? it think is. about how many grains of sand there are. We're so running many. out of sand, Will. We are what? running out of sand. But there's so much of it. There's so many Do, grains. Well, here's the problem. It, it, it's there's under good, the ocean. There's yeah. a good sand mm-hmm. and there's a bad sand. And the good sand you can build with and the bad sand you can't build with. And we're running out of the good sand. Oh, mm. man. It's not good. Isn't it's bad. North it's bad. Korea's Are main we? export is sand. I think we got plenty really? of sand. Most shit is built with sand. Interesting. I feel like they have a lot of sand castles. I uh, humble brag here. I don't know if you guys have been following the show for a long time, but I went to Tahiti for my honeymoon. No big deal. And mm, lots uh, of sand. in Tahiti, a lot of the beaches are um, was it black sand in parts of Tahiti. And then like mm. going to Marea oh, wow. and other islands, they're, That's like, fancy. they're like different. Well, black sand is awesome. Uh, one negative thing about it is that it follows you for the next year in your clothes and wherever you go. Like you, Like if you think you get grains of sand like if you find one oh imagine right. black sand it's just like appearing in your clothes it's like and, when yeah. when you get a black dog you yeah. think like oh i'm never gonna see these hairs because it's black right. and a lot of my clothes are black no that's not that's yeah. not true yeah so yeah. that's a fun you fact see. about black sand it'll never go away lots of fun facts yeah. in there yeah well um i could be wrong about mine i don't know together what's that Wes? What, what's i could be wrong about my north, north korea fun fact about sand i'm not sure i'm pretty sure that i'm right we're gonna there. we're gonna Maybe. go with it they don't have an export <laughs> yeah. they're not really in the sahara so they, i i mean but i don't know what they export so that biggest, sounds about right their biggest import is brainwashing mm-hmm. and volvos that's their, man. well that's just what they produce yeah, yeah, yeah they sell sand they sell yeah. sand is there it is made of sand and propaganda yeah yeah those are the two prime exports uh october 6th holidays American Libraries Day. 
something they don't have in North Korea, probably libraries, you know? It's just one book. <laughs> just, just Kim Jong Un's yeah. uh, it's a uh, picture calendar. Book. Yeah, that's, that's, that's all you get. Hey, um, <laughs> uh, come and take it day. Probably big in Texas. German American Day, Mad Hatter Day because it's got ten six on his hat. Um, National Coaches Day, National Badger Day, and Walk to School Day. So, I mean, not you know, not not anything really to write home about. Just. No, those are the days. It was a great adventure when you could walk to school. Like if you weren't a normal walker or you, and then like suddenly you and your friends just were like, fuck it. Let's walk home today. Let's walk to school today. Oh, it was, it was, best. it was fun. Yes. Walking home is the best. They're yeah. saying walk to school. Right. I don't know if yeah. it's like a green thing. I'm not sure. I used to walk to elementary school. Get in trouble on that walk. Oh yeah. Yeah. I well, you, can, you can get in trouble at the bus stop. You can get in tr- trouble anywhere as a kid. Walk, walking's fun, but you know what's not great? Back to the bullying is like the crossing guards, the volunteer kid crossing guards, nerds. Mm. Right. Oh, man. I wanted to yeah. be on the safety patrol so bad. Did but you? My grades, grades weren't good enough. Oh. I was a patrol for like a, Nerd. a year. Yeah. You were a big time Boy <laughs> Scout. And that was the, yeah. yeah, I was a Boy Scout yeah. patrol. Yeah. All that stuff. There was an apple tree that we used to just ravish on our way home, walking home from school in someone's front yard. Just That's great funny. apples, and we just used to steal the fuck out of them and just just feast on apples on the way home. Very I love like honey <laughs> honeysuckle and mulberry season in Virginia. Yeah, just grabbing some of those on the way home. Good season delicious. changes in Virginia. Del- delicious. All right, uh, today in history, October sixth. In 1889, Thomas Edison showed his first motion picture. Pretty big event there. First movie. Nice. Changed the course of the world a lot. Um, in 1939, October 6th, Adolf Hitler denied that he intend, intended to go to war against France and Britain, but he also announced his plans to regulate the Jewish problem. So maybe yeah. you shouldn't believe anything he said when he's also announcing plans of genocide. I had so. my fingers crossed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, back. Did. yeah, not on the one thing, but yeah. on the on the not attacking people thing. Yes, fingers crossed. Right. He was telling the truth on his uh, Jewish hate. Didn't like the um, Jews. Yeah, yeah, no. Uh, another another fun uh, tit for tat here in uh, 1949. U.S. President Harry Truman signed the Mutual Defense Assistance Act for NATO, and then in 1951, two years later, Joseph Stalin proclaimed that the Soviet Union had the atomic bomb. So, oh, that's scary. Nice little back and forth right there. Basically started the Cold War. Um, ooh, speaking of the Cold War, uh, 1961, JFK advises Americans to build fallout shelters. So that must have been fun. Whoa. One day, October 6th, was that when 1961. He was right around when he was cucking Jolton Joe? Yeah. He was probably on acid when he decided yeah. to announce that. So. Joe what the cuck a scary decree yeah. that yeah. is. Yeah. Terrifying. He. My fellow American, grab a shovel and a bag of cement. I'm going to fuck Maryland in the start digging. (laughs) I'll be back after the titles. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And finally, on this day, October 6th. Joe's got a double header, huh? No, no. Too bad for Joe. (laughs) 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 Well, those away games. (laughs) It's a long season, baseball. Yeah. Long season. We know exactly where he is. <laughs> All right. Uh, and then finally, on October 6th in history, 1993, after nine seasons and three championships with the Bulls, Michael Jordan announced his retirement from the NBA. Of course, he did return on March 18th, 95, to lead the Bulls to three more titles. Yeah. Russia just stayed. A lot of people think that was his punishment for betting on sports. Hmm. A lot of well, people he does think that like was a forced retirement. It could have been that. It could have been he was sad his dad died. It could have been anything. But a lot of people think it was a punishment for gambling. You know um, what? And if it was, uh, came it, back it and won three done, more. Came back in a and classy punished, way. Punished Nobody the other really teams. Knew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, good because gambling's pretty fun. So if that's what he, I mean, I could understand. Okay, moving on to the Luckily trending for news. The Rockets who got two championships they would not have had even playing. Yeah, he was. Oh yeah. Huge for a lodge one. Yeah. Um, number three, streaming, new streaming stuff. Uh, Dave Chappelle's new special, The Closer. It's out now on Netflix. You can watch it anytime if nice. you have a Netflix account. It was filmed in Detroit. Uh, it's worth the watch. I watched it before the show. There's a joke in there about Eminem that just fucking floored me. Um, uh, <laughs> Dave Chappelle says it's going to be 
uh, his last one for a long time, uh, talks about his battle with the trans community, you know, being like sort of canceled by them and, right. and all of his jokes about in the back and forth. And there's a crazy <laughs> story in that. Um, he also criticizes Twitter very effectively. It's a nice. fun, fun special. That's awesome. Um, he's been working his ass off, so he should take a break because he's done like like five and five years. Yeah, that's, that's a looks, lot yeah. of work. And he's been touring. Uh, he's been busy. Yeah. Yeah. So he says this is the last one for a while because yeah. of all the drama with right. all of them. And plus, uh, no, he needs a break. Like it's because he signed a five special deal with Netflix that paid him like 200 million bucks. Right. And he's yeah. Like, yeah. But I mean, he fulfilled it for sure. Like, take a break, you know? Yeah, they've all been pretty good. Hats this, off. This, this last one's good as well. Um, and then also House of the Dragon trailer dropped, which is a Game of Thrones prequel. It's coming out on HBO Max We're in just 2022. About yep. Uh, it's about the era when the incestuous dragon riding Targaryens were in control of Westeros. So we'll see how that turns out. I'm in. Um, yeah. There's the hot blonde ones. Yeah. Yes. Going to give it a try. Again, they fuck each other. They're, they're siblings. Hot, and hot blondes and dragons. And, yeah. yeah. Man, do you, do you remember uh, Showtime had that show that was like kind of competing with Game of Thrones, but it was just all sex? It was like, um, it was like uh, called like uh, Vikings. Oh, the Spartacus. No, it wasn't that. It was like Spartacus it was, like, the, was great. The arena, sex and blood and sand. Yeah, no, yeah, that was Spartacus. Yeah. Spartacus, so Spartacus yeah. blood and sand. Yes. Mm. You know what it, happened? That, yeah. was, that, that was the, the show. The guy who's the main character like died of cancer at like twenty five. Like that he, is what happened, and I was I was loving that series. That was I a great series. He, he, that was a shock. He just he got. I don't know if he it was like a Norm Macdonald thing, but he just all of a sudden died like of cancer. I don't know if yeah. he, like, no one knew about it. But that was sad. He was the star of the show. Yep. Yeah, it was like porn with great writing. Oh yeah. It was awesome. A lot of hot bodies in that show, yeah. Mediocre writing, but, I mean, great writing for porn, but it, it, oh, man. There was just full-on sex happening all the time. Spartacus, we saw this in the ring naked with with all the women in the... Yes. Mm -hmm. Every episode. (laughs) In an era of time where birth control doesn't exist. (laughs) (laughs) No, but then I think Game of Thrones, that's when they did that uh, Jason Momoa... uh, Tar- Targaryen uh, mm-hmm. scene, you know the one yes. where he uh, kills him, where where uh, they teach her how to mount and they tell where him he doth oh, oh, he gets, the sex he gets yeah, she gets on good. top and they're like he's like no you got you got to experience nice. it on top yeah that was nice pretty sure that was because the writers of Game of Thrones are like you see what they're doing across town at Showtime with this uh, blood sex and uh, oil and Spartacus show yeah. yeah oh is that why she got all prude towards the end because the guy died and she she knows she didn't have to compete anymore. Well, uh, the show, huh? the show, yeah. the show. You, you mean, you mean, and, and then the show got canceled. Yeah, I'm saying yeah. when when the the blonde chick from Game of Thrones right. she started to the, get a little prudy. Is it because she knew she didn't have to do that because the other show got canceled? It's yes. called second contract, Wes. Interesting. Yeah, I don't think that's it. I think she just you know took advantage of the situation. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, lots of nudity in both of those. She had shows. some health issues too. Wes is like, you finished what you started. She was getting like, I'm good, um, I'm good with the nudity level or something that, around that time. Yeah, so she has a health issue, right? Yeah, yeah, she had a big health issue around that time. So I think she put her foot down when she almost died and was like, I don't want to do nude scenes anymore. And they're like, All yeah. right, yeah. Well, we've we've yeah. spent uh, yeah. okay. enough time on the nudity, um, I think. If you uh, say but so. Just trying to get to the bottom of links in the group chat. And here is a nude scene. If you click on there. Yep. We got an interview to get to eventually, so okay, let's right. just uh, move it along. Here. Uh, number two, a couple follow-ups. Uh, Otis, it's official. I'm looking at the count right now, basically official. Uh, Otis, he won Fat Bear of the Week 2021, his record fourth championship, his first since 2017. He's like the Tom Brady of Fat Bears. Or the Michael Way Jordan Bears. We just thought, Otis. Yeah. Or the MJ, right. I don't know if he retired or if he just had a couple down years, though. He retires he, every winter, Well. Needed mm-hmm. to, um, to his bear cave. Yeah. Does is it a retirement if you come back though? Well, every year, you who was who was your today in history, he's, man? He's fighting the fat season every year. He's yeah. I mean, this yeah. is my yeah. last year. He says every year, and, death yeah, is a bear's yeah. official retirement. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. You, you we can't call that stop. winter. Do you yeah. think Otis stopped competing because that other bear died? <laughs> yeah, in nature, you you can't retire. Right, got him. <laughs> Maybe you only die. Uh, Anyways, way to go, Otis. Getting cut from the team on your fourth championship. Yeah. Otis is older, so he may get cut at some point. That's sad to think about. Um, Also, 
the something else sad to think about for everybody that played the seven hundred million dollar Powerball jackpot went to one person in Mar Moro Moro Bay, California, and it was a four hundred ninety six million dollar immediate cash out option for that one very lucky person. So, I, man, if there's something that makes you want to buy ammo, I don't know what it is more than hearing that and to go it not shoot being that you. Person? I mean, it's great oh, that, that one okay. person gets no. that. It's cool. Is so, it? It's not us. Yeah, we don't get split. So. I'm a little relieved and also sad because you know it was it was ten. It was thirty bucks a week what we were doing to ourselves. Uh, but it was chasing so this worth it. chasing this Powerball. It Imagine was fun. It was fun. That five hundred oh, million. Was. I mean, I would do. I'll do it all day. But it was. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was getting West, taxing. <laughs> West is also sleeping better. It's <laughs> a lot of stress on West thinking about that win. No, it's not stressful. It's just it it, it gets it's it's exciting every time. It's depressing. Oh, it, oh, it always is. Uh, exciting then depressing. That's the gambling right. cycle. But that's it's fun. Excited, get excited, then you get depressed, then you get excited and happy. It's gonna okay. be the normal cat food for a while. Cats. Did you really go all in on the <laughs> lotto? No, I just it's just it's gonna be their normal cat food because that's all I can afford. You know? Had a couple cocktails, started talking it up to the cats yeah. that they were gonna be getting You're a gonna better be treatment. Good food soon. Yeah. Got ahead of myself a little bit. <laughs> Fridge food, yeah. It's gonna give them a, never mind. Uh, no, no, that makes fine. sense. They're fine. They're totally fine. <laughs> uh number one today, the cream of the crop. The cream of the crop. There we go. We're going around the hill. That's right, taking it back to Capitol Hill, seeing what's going on. The DOJ announced on Friday that it's cracking down on threats made against teachers and other school officials. It's getting a lot of coverage early in the early part of this week. Um, I guess it's happening more during the COVID era, era you know, parents threatening teachers. Um, even though it's not Fat Boy Summer, a reminder that the same rules apply during football season, which include not being a dick or unit shaming anybody. So cool it, everyone, with the threats on the teachers. Mm. So that's all that's happened with the DOJ. Former President Trump and one-time potential presidential candidate Oprah Winfrey dropped off the Forbes 400 Richest Americans list this year. The cutoff is now $2.9 billion net worth to be in the club. Uh, So they're off that. Twitter is also mad at former VP Mike Pence for saying that Democrats are too focused on January 6th. So that's what's happened with the formers, all the formers. Just let it go, okay? Uh, Pence is saying that uh, the budget should be their primary concern now as opposed to the J6. But that's up for debate. Beauty is in the eye of the, um, you know, Christian virgin. Beholder or whatever. Yeah, beholder. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Right. The uh, debater. (laughs) Beauty is in the eye of the debater in this situation, right? Right. Yeah. Uh, well, let's talk about it more, because meanwhile, current President Biden is concerned with the economy. Who gets their way when it comes to raising the debt ceiling and passing or not passing uh, the infrastructure bill and budget reconciliation package uh, and what size the package is and all of that. Biden spoke in Michigan on Tuesday saying he wants the whole enchilada, as in he wants the infrastructure a bill that's already passed the Senate, plus the budget reconciliation package. Um, And Manchin and Sinema, the two Democratic senators holding up the budget reconciliation package, allegedly say they're willing to agree to a $1.5 to $2 trillion reconciliation package, basically slashing Joe's budget in half. Uh, But nothing concrete on that yet. McConnell and team are still hard nose on the Build Back Better budget reconciliation package. So the standoff continues. Like all the COVID relief, eventually mm-hmm. there will be a compromise. Like you know, like the right. The, it's just a standoff until the compromise actually right. happens, and like they're trying to get better in the court of public opinion. Blah. You guys want to You guys want to take a guess right now? And this is the, our guess for what is the total amount that combined for infrastructure relief? All of the bills. Uh, it, it, Joe wants what four point five total, or is it four point five plus one five? Five total. Okay, so what? It's not going to be that probably, unless you want to guess that. I, I'm going to go first. I'm going to guess three point four trillion. Two point. Wait, wait total. Total with infrastructure. Total, which is one point five. Right. That's going to go through probably right, and then it sounds like there might be a compromise in the second one. I'm going three point four total, cumulative. Yeah, I, mean, I, I, guess? I, I would. I would say like a three point two, something yeah. like that. Okay. Ooh, the full five down here. Okay. 
Wes? I'll, I'll just go whatever, the, the lowest. Lowest. Well, that's yeah. fun, Wes. Yeah. Well, yeah, the full five is really fun, too. All right, so Wes, you're it three. It is fun. You're under well, the full five is not going to happen because Mansion and Cinema say it's not going to happen. The, 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 lowest, the lowest it could be is 1.5 if the reconciliation right. doesn't pass. Let's put Wes at 1.5. <laughs> yeah. Five. We'll I'll take three. I'll be 3.5. I'll be 3.5. There you go. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> there we go. We'll uh, see what do you get if you win this thing? Um Let's let's do a money bet since it's a money bet. We have to Venmo each other like twenty bucks or something. All right. Well, uh, uh, no, I don't want to do coins. money on this because I don't coins. think I, I'm not confident can, in my two. Yeah, technically, it's, not, it's illegal. Know. Okay, well, we're going to Venmo each other illegally there, money. There's a bet. Yeah, there's sorry. a bet. Well, okay, that's what it is. Those are the st- those are the yeah. stakes. That's that's what we have. Um, yeah. But it's only going to last, guys, until uh, October 18th ish because the Fed says that's when the U.S. government's going to start to default on what they owe uh, or. The Treasury could mint the $1 trillion platinum coin, thanks to a legal loophole, and pay those coins directly to the Fed to raise the debt limit themselves and also simultaneously prove that American money isn't real. That's a real option that people are talking about. How did you you not leave with this story? You're joking, right? There's a $1 trillion coin. That's a legit thing people are saying. The Democrats are saying, you know what? Maybe we should look at this $1 trillion coin. It's an interesting possibility. Now, can the public get their hand on this coin or is it no, only for No, uh, the Treasury would only pay it to oh, the man. Fed to prove that money doesn't exist because why the fuck would they be able to do that? doesn't make any sense. Here's eight $1 trillion coins. I can't believe yes, you it showed it. proves the... that money's not real. <laughs> it's yeah, it's a picture of the coin. It's like, it's like knowing what's inside of Marcellus Wallace's briefcase. Stop it. Put yeah, it away. $1 trillion. Look at that. It looks so platinum. It's, you know, so and it's funny. So there's a loophole uh, in the, whatever the, 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 the government documents are that regulate this that says that there's no limit on the amount of platinum uh, money or holdings that, uh, you know, the Treasury could could like hold or the Fed could hold or whatever. So it's like basically just a loophole to keep the economy going, even though it's not based on anything real at all. They would just make these you know, one trillion dollar platinum coins. If the Fed wanted to get a higher approval rating, they should do like a Willy Wonka style giveaway of a couple trillion dollar coins here and there. Oh, my God. The public would eat that shit up. And then they're like, I, yeah, I mean, that's the way one trillion dollar coins. That's the way we're headed. Yeah. And which is scary. Right. Which is, I think, why Mansion and Cinema are worried about going for the for the gusto. On, on on the spending. I'd start packages. talking kindly about the Fed if they did a trillion dollar coin giveaway. Well, it, fellas, like I say, mm-hmm. uh, because we're going to mm-hmm. start to default on what we owe as the U.S. government on October 18th. We'll see which way it goes in All the right. coming weeks. And that's today's cup of coffee in the big time, which was brought to you by PaintYourLife.com. The holidays are coming up, and you're probably on the lookout for the perfect gift. Look no further. Get the person you really care about and need to impress this holiday season, a custom commissioned work of art. If you want to give a truly meaningful gift, you've got to try paintyourlife.com. Get a professional hand-painted portrait created from any photo at a truly affordable price. Choose from a team of world-class artists and work with them until every detail is perfect. Quick and easy process. Get a hand-painted portrait in about three weeks. Send a picture, any picture, yourself, your children, family, a special place, or a cherished pet, or combine photos into one painting. Paint Your Life has got you covered. These paintings are incredible. Nothing but positive reviews from all the hosts and listeners who have used their services many, many, many times over the years that we've been working with Paint Your Life. At PaintYourLife.com, there's no risk. If you don't love the final painting, your money is refunded, guaranteed. And right now, as a limited time offer, get 20% off your painting. That's right, 20% off and free shipping, which is huge on a painting. To get this special offer, text the word FACTOR to 64000. That's FACTOR to 64000. Text FACTOR to 64000. Paint your life. Celebrate the moments that matter most. Terms apply. Available at paintyourlife.com slash terms. Again, text FACTOR. To sixty four thousand to get in on that deal. Might get a p- painting of that trillion dollar coin. <laughs> That'd be a sweet <laughs> portrait. <laughs> um, is it? Uh, is it? Um, it's time for the TikTok international moment. Yeah. Okay. If you say so. Uh, mm-hmm. Come away with me, gentlemen. Let me whisk you away to the luxurious Castle Craig in Peeblesshire near Edinburgh, Scotland. Uh, yeah, the Castle Craig is nestled in the rolling hills of the Scottish countryside. It's a Georgian country manor house retreat, and it features stunning views of pastures 
and lawns, surrounded by hills, oh, a world-class equestrian program, and literally the worst investors on the planet. Huh? Uh, yeah, because in addition to being a drug and alcohol treatment facility, Castle Craig is a private hospital and the world's first cryptocurrency rehab clinic. Uh, huh? Yeah, oh, you heard me. Shit. You heard me right there. Rehab for crypto. Uh, we're about to be up in for that addiction. Bitch. Yeah. yeah. Right. Yeah. And round kinda, two. I think I know what you're getting at, and uh, I know what you might be thinking there at home. Uh, and no, crypto rehab is not some sort of cutesy, ironic name uh, for a place that crypto heads go to unplug and come to terms with how much money they have now. Uh, this is an honest to god rehab for poor bastards that right. somehow found a way to go broke right. uh, during the literal nonstop boom that's been going on since Bitcoin launched. I don't know how they did it, but they did it, and they're needing to rehab from it. What are you uh, talking about? We're losing huh. money hand over fist over crypto. Yeah, it's uh, possible. Not me. Uh, I, my portfolio is yeah. down. Yeah, what are you talking it's, about? It's a net negative. Yeah. <laughs> not what I, I've invested. I'll be at that place soon. Yeah. My, no, I'm sorry. If you were, well, I'm not. If, I'm just like treading water. I mean, yeah. I think most people in crypto aren't making like a fucking mint. If you didn't get in Bitcoin like a year or so ago, I mean, and also there's you know what, eighteen thousand altcoins. That's the altcoins that are killing it's people. I think. Yeah. If you're cryptoing so hard that you were in a pioneering crypto rehab facility, you should be rich. I'm sorry. Yeah. How do you, well, how do you afford that? First of all, if you've already, I, I, I'm assuming they don't take crypto. Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you guys take Solana? Well, no, that's part of the well, that's part of the transit, the recovery. You can never use crypto again if you've been in this. Position. Right, you got to go back. You're only on hard currency after. Good this. luck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Right? Uh, no, bro, I'm fiat only. I'm sorry, I can't. I just need to get um, to a computer. Yeah, hmm. therapist Tony Marini, um, who I guess is the lead therapist over there at Castle Craig, told Decrypt uh, of his patients that around nine of his current patients being treated at the 18th century country house are addicted to online crypto trading. He says that they're usually uh, aged between 20 and 45 and have a, quote, bit of spare cash when they start dabbling in crypto. And then not for long, you know what happens there. It sounds like a gateway drug, Tony, but for literally almost everyone so far, the gateway has been to more cash, uh, except for, of course, you guys. No, um, there's there's no, literally I mean, equal amount of people, of people losing money. That's how that's how that's how like a stock market or crypto works is if people are making money, then someone's losing money. I don't, you think, you the impression everybody I don't think you understand everybody who's invested in cryptocurrency <laughs> yeah. has made money. Yeah. Apparently, I do understand how markets work. No, so I, I don't, don't need so. to be in this crypto rehab facility. Yeah. OK. Well, this is just right, gambling. This yeah. is just a gambling addiction. Crypto That's all. That's what it is. My yeah. point is, if you're that fucking focused, right, you should be able to figure it out. Uh, I just hope oh. that the patients of Castle Craig can hodle on and make it through their treatments. Right? I'd say crypto hodl, needs to hodl. perform a whole lot better in 2022 to have that type of confidence, uh, uh, like, you know, saying that nobody ever goes broke from. Oh, Pat's told us how much money he's lost all the time off air. He's it, it goes up and goes down right now. He's on <laughs> up. So good for you. <laughs> Yeah, but I don't put enough time in to go to rehab on it. You know, well, no. I go to I go to masturbation lose. rehab, and uh, would it would it would be justified. But I also had, do if that they had, if they had a really dual, well a masturbation crypto rehab. Sign me up. Oh, yeah, I'm, gonna pull, I'm gonna pull open my I'm gonna pull up my wallet right now, and I'll see if I'm net up or down. To oh, come you never you never know any oh, day. It's the crypto. It doesn't matter. Either one's fine. I'll 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 just park it right here. You write some jokes about crypto rehab, asshole. Archaeologists <laughs> in Israel made an absolutely game-changing discovery on Tuesday while digging in the holy city of Jerusalem. The excavation that was taking place ahead of the development of a new tourist complex in the uh, Arman Hanatziv region. Um, and yeah, the crew, which I guess is from the Antiquities Authority, when they saw what their lead excavator started to unearth... They almost all in unison said, holy shit. I'm sorry, I misread that. Um, they said, shit, hole, not holy shit, shit hole. It was a toilet that they discovered, a 2,700-year-old wow. ancient toilet that wow. Jesus himself may have miracled in. Um, <laughs> there it is. Oh, look at that. Nice. Just the old it, hole in the ground, the classic. Yeah. You know? yeah um, the researchers were absolutely astounded by the old ass toilet, um, which is made of limestone and features a hole. Oh yeah, it's all they still 
They still haul it a lot of countries yeah. all over the world. It still took just forever. It. it took forever to upgrade from the hole. That's Man. a small hole, though. You know, the dirty that fucking stuff. Yeah, got. but you don't want the hole too big, Wes. So you don't want to fall into it. Well, you don't want people falling in. You want the smell escaping. You want to keep that hole yeah. just big enough. Yeah, it, so. it was a pretty important discovery indeed. Um, the lead excavator, the one that unearthed it, um, said of the toilet, quote, just think, 2,700 years ago, someone shit in that hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah amazing. No, I mean, yeah. that was the quote. I'm, I was kidding about the Jesus part, though, guys. The timeline doesn't add up. It, it turns out that the toilet was part of uh, the ruins of a sprawling mansion. Um, and Yaakov Beeling, who's the director of the Israeli Antiquities Authority, um, said of the uh, of the decolle, uh, quote, a private toilet cubicle was very rare in antiquity and only a few were found to date. Most of them in the city of David. In fact, only the rich could afford toilets. Everyone else just went wherever they were, wherever they were when wow. they had to make um, that's a big part of why everyone wore tunics, end quote. Yeah. So, like, that's pretty interesting. I didn't know that. Also, get this. If you're having trouble shitting today on a toilet and you're sitting down, all you got to do is raise your feet up because the human body was designed to shit while squatting, standing up. Right. So, oh, man. natural squatty position. Potty. Yeah, exactly. Squatty potty. It's a whole principle behind it so mm-hmm. like now we're gonna get the, three voicemails about the squatty potty well have you guys ever had like a buddy <laughs> it is delightful i've shit on a squatty potty it's great like a hardcore outdoorsman like will you've been to australia i mean alaska but i don't know if you went on this type of trip but like there's a certain type of person that knows how to do what's called the natural um which is where you get down what's on that? one knee right uh-huh. and you're it's like a perfect uh, posture where you can just shit clean uh, yeah, I mean, most people continue on your way. It's like the yeah. thinker, but the stinker. The natural, you know, one huh? It's called the natural. I yeah, the natural, that. the natural VPN, is pro- probably a probably a squatting move. Um, I, I'd say most most of the people like if you go out like with a with a guided guided camping, they're going to make you shit in a bucket and then they're going to they're going to they're going to sh- right. pull the shit pack out and pack it out. Right. Uh, but if you go on your own, I know a lot of people just like, you know, they take a spade and they dig a little hole in the ground, shit in it and cover I've it up it. and move along. Yeah. Well, talking loudly about what a pain in the ass this bucket is. Am I right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, can't exactly. believe I'm going in this bucket. <laughs> it's kind of like when you just swat your dog's poop off the trail instead of actually picking it up. Oh, you know, never picking it up on nature. You just swat trails. it off yeah. so nobody steps in it. You swat it away so that nobody could possibly step in yeah. it. Yeah. There's flies then, out there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it's like wash your hands while no one's looking. No, thank you. Anyway, that's the TikTok international moment. Uh, keeping it short today because we got a killer interview at the back oh. half of the show. One last segment for that uh, interview. This segment's called Five O. No, uh, got a couple of police or law enforcement related <laughs> stories for you in this segment that will make you say, "Oh no, Five <laughs> O. Oh, f- oh, Five O. No, no, oh no." On Tuesday, the FBI raided the Manhattan, New York Police Union building. They were armed with a warrant, spent several hours inside the police union building, and left with a bunch of cardboard boxes filled with, I assume, evidence. Uh, the union is the Sergeant's Benevolent Association, which represents over 13,000 NYPD officers and is the like fifth largest police union in the United States and is run by Ed Mullins, whose home was also raided in parallel to the, uh, to the, to the union building. It's a no- great cop name. Yeah. Uh, no word yet. Ed Mullins. Yeah, he's Ed a cop. Mullins. That's uh, a cop. No word yet on what they're. I got a picture of Ed Mullins here. You tell me. <laughs> oh, oh yeah. Tell wow. me. <laughs> Does he look like a cop? Yeah. Uh, no word yet on what they uh, are after. But Mullins is a very colorful figure as well, having clashed with NYPD and De Blasio in the past. He also has called a city councilman a first class whore and a former health commissioner a bitch from the SBA's main Twitter account that he runs as the ad- administrator. He also has said some questionable things on race, calling Trevor Bates, a linebacker for the Detroit Lions who punched a cop and got arrested, uh, worse than a wild animal, and saying the events oh. of Ferguson, Missouri in relation to the death of Michael Brown was a lie and like uh, it was just like to get after police. Uh, and so he's not a fan of the blacks either. Uh, Better than being geez. a business class whore or yeah. a coach whore. And Mullins. <laughs> 
Likes it's it true. white. Likes to keep it white, Edmonds does. Uh, it seems like someone at the FBI said, oh, shit, we need to actually do some work here, guys, as this came the same day that the Justice Department announced it's reconsidering its decision not to prosecute FBI agents in the botched investigation of disgraced former USA Gymnastics physician Larry Nassar. Good call. Maybe uh, reconsider that. Yeah, I guess some Olympic athletes, uh, I guess someone uh, finally took Olympic athletes, Simone Biles, Ali Raisman, <sighs> Michaela Maroney, and, and Maggie Nichols' testimony seriously when they did it last month and made yeah. enough noise for them to not be ignored years after the fact when some of them already came forward. You know, It was so cocky of the FBI to yeah. think that firing one dude over that entire thing <laughs> was just like totally enough. And like they even trotted out the director, Chris Ray, to up. be like to be like, well, we did fire the one guy and hopefully you're feeling better now since he's behind bars and uh, we're sorry. But uh, and then that's all they were planning to do. They and fucked then up. I get, on Tuesday, yeah. the DOJ in front of the Senate reversed course. Uh, it, it was like serving innocent children up to a pedophile on a silver platter, Raisman said at uh, during that during that testimony Ooh. last month. Uh, and mm-hmm. then from the uh, Deputy Attorney General Lisa Monaco to the Senate on Tuesday, she said the su- survivors who testified so bravely deserve better than they got from the FBI and the Justice Department. So shit's about to hit the han- fan on the FBI for that. Uh, good call. Maybe look into why they didn't do anything at all to Nassar for years after having witnesses come forward and all the information they needed. Uh, next up. Operation Blitz, which aimed to tackle antisocial behavior in the coastal England town of Eastbourne, suffered a few hiccups last week. Uh, They relied heavily on tips from resident snitches. It was a police relying on residents to tell them what to patrol operation. Uh, And the the residents called in such things as public drug use and trespass by child. Unfortunately, the main tip for drug usage turned out to be a person taking their insulin inhaler uh, or like their insulin needle. So, oops, uh, whoops. And uh, they weren't taking drugs at all. They were just taking their insulin. So the cops look at this piece of shit. Can't live without it. You can't leave that in Kenya, you junkie. Shooting up their insulin. (laughs) Shoot it up. Yeah. Whoops. Whoops. And the children that were reportedly breaking into the uh, Esperance Hospital building were nowhere to be found when police arrived. If, in fact, they were ever there, Operation Blitz might have gotten a few prank calls. Yeah, uh, policing by tip line is is dangerous. got to be the worst thing ever. Like It it just sounds like the worst approach of all time. Yeah, you're just gonna. He's just gonna only go to places around a nosy person's house. Yeah, that thinks everybody's breaking the law. Police, it's, it's like pretty line. much yeah. making the tip line uh, the number like one eight hundred own me daddy because that's yeah. all that's happening to the cops is they're getting owned. Exactly, police by tip line is the five oh no's best friend, uh, and no word yet on if Operation Blitz round two uh, will take place or not. Maybe they can implement this and, and work together with that uh, town that had the the local kids like smearing cakes or whatever on the cars recently that I did. Uh, oh, they mm. were successful in finding a few uh, young hooligans who were setting small fires with aerosol cans uh, under tunnels and stuff or by the beach. And police managed to round up a few of those kids with aerosol cans, take them to their homes and speak to their parents. And the parents said, yeah, they're 12. Uh, so, you know, yeah. I, Super effective. A couple of first class whores. Yeah, a couple of first class whores. Oh, no. And lastly, (laughs) Dallas police officer Jesse Coates was fired recently after responding to a domestic incident in late August. This just after a year on the force. Uh, He joined January 2020, year and a half, I guess. Long story short, short, Coates stumbled upon a terrible pet owner who had a loose dog and a one-month-old kitten who was outside her house and, quote, not doing well. And here's where you might want to earmuff it, Judy Carroll and uh, any other pet lovers and owners, specifically cat owners. Coates then asked the crazy woman if he could put the kitten out of its misery like, <laughs> like, what? like five times. And after what is debatably inconclusive confirmation from the owner who may have given it to his partner and like he kept asking her because he really wanted to put this cat down that he thought was suffering. Uh, he finally just put the cat in a plastic bag and, and then spent three minutes trying to snap its neck. Uh, oh. And finally, after three minutes of cursing, uh, he he did killed the cat the kitten one month old kitten after three minutes he snapped its neck but it was so hard to watch from people on the scene that he was fired uh immediately oh my goodness yeah what yeah and this guy's just hell-bent on killing it doesn't look like it's doesn't look like it's doing good can i kill it and they're like i don't know coats like what do you what it's not your cat. Do you want to call like a like the animal people in or? I'm gonna do it. Kills I'm gonna do it now. It's suffering. 
uh, and it took him three minutes. Uh, so that was the. Uh, guess it wasn't suffering. Worst case, no. I guess it was fighting for its fucking life. It seems like. Yeah, for three minutes. So oh, he got no. fired. Uh, I mean, you can't kill a kitten in three minutes. You're not. You're not strong enough to be a cop anyway. You know. Yeah, exactly. The cat was. Fighting. That should be instant. It was right. in a plastic bag, and he. Okay. Anyways. Whoa. Yeah, the first time I read the story, I got sick to my stomach. Okay. End scene. Okay. Uh, Wes, I think you have an interview to lead us into, right? Let's do, let's go to the interview. Oh no. oh, no. All right. Welcome to the show. A correspondent for News Nation Now, based in Miami. He's a traveler, aviation nut, dog lover, and total news hound, Brian Enton. And welcome to the show, Brian. Thank you for being with us. Yeah, thank you guys for having me. So Brian is the guy who we discovered through Twitter who is – He's leading the charge down there, boots on the ground in Northport, uh, Northport, Florida, at the Laundry House, covering the Gabby Petito case. Um, and as you can see, he's got the there's the infamous camper right there in the background of his shot. Wow, mm. you are on the scene. On the scene. Yeah, we've been here. Um, I think today is like day 19, so we're basically camped out um, in the neighbor's yard. The police sort of moved all the media off the street. That, uh, some of the other neighbors were getting frustrated, so we uh, made an agreement with the neighbor. We kind of became friends with him, and he's let us camp out on his yard, which is like a you know a great spot to be because we're literally right just like feet away from um, from Brian Laundry's parents' house and the camper and the trucks, and we've been able to kind of keep an eye on everything that's happening. What is what the laundries did to that neighbor? Yeah, I was going to say how the neighbor says we're not we never like those laundries. Is that what they yeah. said to you? Like, you know, they actually didn't really know the laundries very well. Um, the neighbor works a lot. He's barely home, but he just kind of liked us. And I think he felt bad that we were getting the media was getting booted out and we had kind of become friends with him for a couple of days. So he Brian, was like, listen, you guys can stay in our yards. So. Come on. What's uh, what's the real skinny there? You you've had a neighbor before in your life. Uh, <laughs> yeah. What's going on there between the laundries and the Well, there is one thing now that you mentioned he did say. So he's a big dog lover, the, the neighbor <laughs> who we're with. He's got two Frenchies, um, and he says the laundries don't like dogs. So that is kind oh, of one, yeah. one riff in the act. So There it is. That's yeah, their mistake right there, <laughs> other than harboring and abetting and all that stuff. And, it yeah. does seem like the neighbors are pretty, pretty uh, ready and willing to help in this case. So. Yeah, you know, the neighbors have been pretty cool overall, um, and I think like, they, they're frustrated by the, by the laundries. I mean, they've been upset with them since the beginning. Why aren't they talking to the police? Why aren't they coming out? So so the neighbors have definitely sort of been, I would say, like on the media side through this whole thing. Right. Yeah. Right. There Because there was a guy across the street as well. He did like an interview, um, I think, about like, you know, the timing of when everything the grass was, and going on bike rides, right? That's was the guy coming who was talking The old that. guy, yeah. 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 Right. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Which there's there's updates on the the timeline, right? Is that is that what's happening right now? Yeah. So like every day the timeline changes a little. But today, I think, was like one of the most significant updates we've seen yet, because today the attorney for the laundries uh, came out and said that the laundries, the, the date that they first gave that Brian disappeared, uh, which was Tuesday, um, September 14th. They're now saying that they got the date wrong, that he actually Ooh. vanished on Monday a whole day earlier oh. um, and that they sort of came to this realization when they were in discussions with the FBI, um, which is certainly a, another mm. sort of mysterious moment here because we've all been going off, you know, the fact that it was Tuesday and now they're saying, no, actually, actually he disappeared on Monday. They got right. confused because it was the Monday night football, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Yeah, they, got, they got confused. Yeah. Super just super weird that they remembered it when then they they were talking to the FBI, you know, yeah. like, what are the odds? Convenient right? timing to update your timeline. Yeah. So also that the, what what came out yesterday was an interview with uh, the sister, Cassie uh, Laundry, And I found some interesting stuff. I watched the interview um, and, you know, they, they she's basically saying she doesn't know where she is. I believe that nobody knows where he is at this point because um, the FBI is probably you know tracking their phone calls and whatever. But she says that, you know, um, when she, after he came home around what September sixth or seventh, they went on. She was on that that trip to Desoto Park with him, 
And there's pictures of him with his nephews. Um, quote uh, from her, we just went for a couple hours. We ate dinner, had some s'mores around the campfire and left. There was nothing peculiar about it. She says there was no feeling of uh, grand goodbye. There was nothing. Um, why the fuck isn't she asking where your fiance, where's your fiance, Brian? I mean, it, to me, it sounds like a mob kind of like say good, you know, say goodbye to your uncle, uh, Brian. He's going to be going away for a while, you know, that kind of thing. Yeah, so she claims that she wasn't that close to her brother. That's what she's saying now. But, I mean, I, I, you watch the interview with, with her. The way this went down was so strange. There's basically these protesters who are outside the house every day. They have these bullhorns, and they shout at the house behind me, like, justice for Gabby, come out and talk to the FBI. Um, and so they, they spend most of their time here at the parents' house. But yesterday they decided to go over to the sister Cassie's house, which is 45 minutes away. And they were just out there for hours with these bullhorns, like shouting at her house. The neighbors were all upset. And apparently she just got fed up with it. And all of a sudden, out of nowhere, her and her husband just come out of the house. They come right out on the lawn. I mean, we've been trying to talk to these people for weeks. I couldn't believe this. They come right out on the lawn cameras rolling from the protesters and they just talk to the protesters for 20 minutes and answer all of their questions. <laughs> wow. What do you think these people do? I, I mean, I'm just always curious when someone, um, like, unless it's an immediate family member, like do they not have jobs. These protesters, have you talked to them? <laughs> so that's a good question. So there's a kind of a core group of protesters. Um, and I'm not sure if they have jobs cause they're here every day. They so look a little jobless, assume. don't they? They could be. Um, they are, but they are definitely sort of like career protesters. Like they, they they are passionate. They have different issues that they this get behind, issue. and this is kind of their thing yeah. right now. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, speaking of you know them being tracked now, do you think Brian, having been there so close to the scene, do you think that Brian Laundry is still in the USA at this point or not? That's a good question. I mean, he. he if he got out of the U.S. or far, you know, he didn't have any money. He, you know, he, he was, you know, didn't have any real financial backing. So unless he got help from someone from from the parents or something like that, I don't think he really had the resources to to make it that far away. Um, mm -hmm. But he was an outdoorsman. He was really into camping. Um, his sister said he, he was the kind of guy who could survive for a long time out in the wilderness yeah, but um, then she says he kind of sucks now. In the, in the latest, he's she's like he's like a you know kind of an average uh, survivalist in right, the interview. Yeah. Right. Yeah, but she I think she said something like you know well couldn't anybody you know couldn't we all just survive if we had what we needed so you know just a little cocky right. Yeah. The, yeah. Weird, so, the yeah. weird thing is though like when you talk, when when you talk to her and when you hear from the parents' lawyer, I mean they all sort of talk in the sense that he's alive. Like no one's crying, no one's right. saying, "Oh my gosh, we think our you know our son is dead." So. Like all these family members sort of have this attitude like he's out there somewhere. Well, so I see the they camper, know. it seems like. Have they checked I, the attic? Yeah. <laughs> I, Brian, I see the camper behind you. What's the level of dirt bag down there on the ground? Like, because, you know, I, I feel like there might be some serious dirt bag going on there over there at the laundry home. Right. We got the camper. We got the uh, not talking to the police. We got the murdering son. What's the vibe? Like, is it a. Uh, how would, how would you rate the neighborhood? So the vibe is really weird because, so like, again, we're, like, camped out here. So every time – they haven't left in a couple of days, but every time they leave, like, we run over with the cameras. Um, and they're just so subdued. Like, the wife just kind of puts her head down. They come and go. They leave usually in this red truck that you see here. Um, and it's just, like, again, it's – if if they – people have said if they were that worried about their son actually being missing, like why would they always be so calm? Someone got video of them gardening over the weekend in the backyard. I mean it's just a very strange situation. Mm. They're getting food delivery in a lot, right? Is that the case? Oh They're my gosh. Yeah. The deliveries are insane. So like um, <laughs> people are sending deliveries to the protesters and then also to the media. But for some reason it all goes to their door. So they've been getting like pizzas coffee i mean flowers like there's an enormous amount of flowers because people are sending flowers but for for gabby to those their are for house. gabby and they're taking yeah. they're taking them in well they're leaving them all outside you probably okay. i mean the, the service isn't that good but like right oh, yeah. down there oh, there's yeah. like a ton oh, yeah. of flowers down there oh wow um, yeah. so they're just stepping over yeah. the flowers as so they leave just, <laughs> yeah they go out and they get the food but they leave the flowers wow it's just kind of interesting 
But it's, it's kind of strange because these like poor Amazon delivery guys show up um, and like FedEx and UPS and like we all run because we all want to see like what's being delivered. And like these guys are just like they have no idea. They're like, well, who is this? What's happening? You know, yeah. it's like have you thought about chipping something like it, like hilarious, like a dildo or like a <laughs> big ass <laughs> knife or like an escape plan. Yeah, I want to see like a big like statue get shipped in and like they have to like deal with it in the front yard or something. Yeah, we wondered like what some of the stuff uh, stuff is, but, you know, most of it's boxed up. So we don't know. Giant box of nothing. So they must have a lot of food because I mean, they don't really leave. So we know they're gaining gaining weight. You see them come out and get in the red truck. Are they gaining weight (laughs) in there? I mean, they look about the same to me, Uh, but, you know, it's all very quick. They kind of mentioned bullhorns out there. Has anyone I'll just come out with it. Has anyone crapped in their lawn yet? Yeah, where are you guys shitting? Not that well, I mean, I've like seen. out of spite. Like, has anyone like, like you spite, know? I wouldn't be surprised because there's been some really uh, intense yeah. people out here, but but luckily I haven't seen that happen. There's been a couple altercations with the protesters and the neighbor, other neighbors, right? Um, yeah, there's been. I mean, you can imagine like some of these neighbor. I mean, imagine if every single day, every single hour for five minutes, they get on the bullhorns. I mean, for some, I mean, it gets really annoying yeah. for some of the neighbors. Oh, so, of, so this one yeah. guy just like lost it one day um, and came out and like I'd actually got physical out in the street. But for the most part, I would say the neighbors have been pretty understanding. Yeah. Gotcha. So there, there was one other development um, that we found out about that that Brian actually flew back Um to Florida to pick up some supplies, apparently after the incident in Utah with the with the police and the body cams and all that. What happened there? They said he closed a, uh, a storage locker. Um, you know what? Maybe he picked up a shovel. I don't know what the fuck he did. But what 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 happened? Um, is there any information on that? trip? So this was like one of the new details that came out with the sister. That was what was so great about the sister talking is we had like all these new nuggets. We could then go try yeah. to confirm on our own. It was like a, mm. it was crazy. So we, we we first heard about this from her. The sister confirmed it through the lawyer today. Basically, that Brian did fly back without Gabby in August to close out a storage unit. The, according to the lawyer, they were going to possibly stay on their trip longer. So he came back to get more clothes and supplies. Right. Um, and the sister Ooh. says that she did a FaceTime call. Brian came to visit the sister and they FaceTimed Gabby on the phone, which would confirm, you know, Gabby was alive at that point and uh, and was back in Salt Lake City waiting for Brian to come back. See, that doesn't add up because she says that they're not close. I don't usually FaceTime with people, you know, that I'm not close with relatives. Uh, I don't FaceTime with anyone, even if I'm close with them, but especially if I'm not close with them. Uh, Why isn't she? she, I I think she says she's not close because she wants this to be the only time that she's bothered. Right. Right. Sure. But I mean, nobody asked where Gabby was. Uh, That 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 aspect drives me crazy. Is there any information about like nobody questioned? Hey, where's your fiance when he came home? Right. Anything. Well, that's I mean, that's where you hit the the head on the nail. I mean, that's the um, that's the big question. I mean, how you this is your fiance. She lived in this house for like a year with the family. I mean, she's a member of their family. This isn't just like they've known each other a long time. The families are friends. Like, how does he come back with her van, by the way, you know, in her van without her? And she and no one's freaking out. And then also her family is blowing up their phones here calling and texting like we hear brian's back but where's gabby um mm-hmm. and and you know they're not getting a response so have you talked with her parents have you have they no they i mean were, no they haven't yeah. talked to anyone but we yeah. i mean i shout questions at them every time they come out um no no uh to, to oh gabby's i'm sorry to, to gabby's parents yeah uh yeah. i've texted a bit with her dad um but i haven't we haven't had a uh, our our network has done interviews with them but i haven't yeah. had the opportunity to actually talk with, with them one-on-one Tough what about, convo. What about yeah. dog? Have you met his dog been sniffing around the yard? Yeah, yeah I've met dog um, and been in touch with him. You know, he had a few really good leads. I mean, it was tricky as a journalist. Like, how do you people were questioning, is he here for publicity? You know, I mean, how do you kind of handle dog when he shows up? You well, know, he's honest, doing it he, all he, at once. Yeah, That's he hijacked Fox yeah. News to bring dog his sh- canceled show back on the air in, right. in, a, in a genius move. So, yeah, so there was a bit of a struggle here, like, well, like, you know, I want to interview him. But anyway, what what happened is in the beginning, (laughs) he had good leads. It was impossible not to interview him. This whole campground thing, the family going camping while Gabby was missing, that all came from Dog. You know, we we found out that it wasn't even until after Dog brought it up that the FBI went out there and investigated and got the surveillance video. So he became like a legitimate part of of the story for for a couple of days. Yeah, man. What does Dog smell like? Is he like just like leather? Yeah. 
cologne. So you know, I only is he saw still him smoking. Did you see yeah. him smoking at all? Yeah, I didn't see him smoking, but his okay. hair is very, yeah. you know, what you would envision. Yeah. And I mean, mm-hmm. he's, you know, Aloha. It's, you know, the whole the whole thing. Okay. Well, so here he's relocating to Florida now, though. Yeah, Central Command down there, right? Yeah, he was here, I guess, on vacation with his wife. Um, and he says that so many people were saying, like, please, you're in Florida, you got to help. And so now he said he's gonna he's gonna you know, work on it till the end. It's uh, like in the movies, the crime comes to dog, you know? Right. Yeah. You can't help. It. Right. Yeah. Uh, right. I want to, har- I want to bring one thing up. Right. So like, I, I guess I didn't hear this detail, but we know that he went to that DeSoto uh, wildlife area, which is a camping area. Right. So, yep. and, and the sister presumably went with her yep. husband to have dinner at a camping area. I mean, th- that, that shit doesn't happen. Could you imagine your kids. sibling rolling up and be like, Hey, we're not camping. We're just here for fucking dinner at the camping. No, area. I, I, I could see that. I've done that move before. No, God for yeah, just like that. I mean, that's goodbye. They're a the camping campground. family. I mean, they've got yeah, the camper. Behind. I've done I mean, that, that part wasn't strange. But again, back to what you said. I mean, she said they had Multiple s'mores. Camp. I mean, they're having s'mores. And where's Gabby? I mean, like you know, that's that's the part right. they kept. The getting conversation me, like, not happening is is troubling. Oh, the, but, right, I feel like yeah. the conversation happened. Like I said, it's like the mafia. Like goodbye. Let's keep the kids calm. Don't have them not ask about uh, Aunt Gabby with some s'mores. You know, either the sister or the parents are on talking with the sister would have been like, he said she was back in uh, whatever state visiting her family. You know, she, right. they didn't even bring that up at all. They're so. they're lying, right? I mean, they're they're yeah. either dumb or they're Seems lying. Like so. Now, yeah, I mean, it's a pretty big thing having a family member missing entirely. So, yeah, right. I think it would come up in has to be explained why. Yeah, yeah you and yeah. the fact that the sister <laughs> says it just didn't come up. I mean, she's like, oh, yeah, you know, we just figured, you know, it's like that's because they asked once and Brian did this. As in, like, don't talk yeah. about it, sis. Never again. Well, maybe we're wrong well, and maybe they're totally not um, harboring uh, a murderous yeah. fugitive. Maybe we're wrong, you know. Maybe so, wrong. Brian, maybe you so. Said, sorry, well, you were going to ask a question. Go ahead. No, no, ask. Oh, I, I got one more. So you said that you, I, I saw that you talked to the guy that, um, you know, claims he saw Brian on the on the Appalachian Trail. Where where was that sighting? And and do you have any insight on what that guy said about Brian? Anything new that we maybe that mainstream yeah. can cover? So I talked to him. His name's Dennis. Um, He was hiking. He's an engineer. He was doing this hike, like this 17-mile hike. He was right near the Tennessee-North Carolina border when he says he saw Brian Laundrie in a white pickup truck. He says he's 99.9% sure it was him. They had like a brief, very strange conversation that he said just rubbed him the wrong way about – Brought, you know, this person saying they wanted to get to California and it was having trying to get to their girlfriend. Um, but mm-hmm. he, you know, when I talked to him, he sounded credible. I mean, he, he's a, you know, seemed like a normal guy. And he called the sheriff's office and apparently, you know, the FBI has now interviewed him. And so, it, you know, mm-hmm. but, the, nice. but the thing is, I mean, you've seen pictures of Brian Laundrie. He's Generic. a tall, skinny, yeah. bald, white guy. If he has a hat yeah. on, I mean, he kind of looks – he has a, a very, very familiar look to him. A hiker. There, you know? there he looks like a, a hiker. Lot, there's been a lot of sightings of people that look like him. Yeah, it's bad yeah. For, for hikers these days that are tall and He's skinny. Got a very technical yeah. hiker profile. He does have a hiker profile, yeah, for sure. And, and you mentioned um, – well, back to the parents, Brian's parents, the laundries where you're at. They were – at one point, the FBI kind of put them in a cop car, right? Like the mom – didn't they at one one day like actually have them outside and, and, and not in custody maybe but like uh, in the car? Did they take them downtown anywhere? Yeah, they didn't take them anywhere. That was like a really crazy day out here. Like when they when the FBI showed up for the search warrant, that's yeah. when they were here for hours searching the entire house from top mm-hmm. to bottom. And they actually put the parents in a van for like ten minutes. And we were thinking, oh my gosh, is this the moment? Like, are the parents going to get arrested? But they were just in the van for like ten minutes, and then they went back into the house. Interesting. Brian, if you were to make a prediction, right, and obviously you don't know, but if you were to throw a dart at the board, because you're, you're hanging out there with a lot to think about, right, 19 days in and some strange man's front lawn, what do you think the next thing to happen is in this case? What do you th- – well, if you could predict. Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. Um, I mean, every day it takes – I mean, I, w- I would have never thought the sister was going to talk on her front lawn yesterday for 20 minutes. You know, it's yeah. like – I mean, today I'm thinking, oh, my gosh, like, are they coming out today? Like, are they just going to come out and do their thing now to respond to the sister? So I I really don't know. I mean, I hope, you know, in all seriousness, like for the Petito family, like, I mean, you can't even imagine what they must be going through. And so I I hope there's some kind of resolution 
just so that they can sort of, I mean, obviously they, they want to start a foundation and help others, but we've got to kind of solve this Brian Laundry situation first. So, um, you know, I hope there's a resolution soon for them. Brian, I got a, I got a tip for you. If you, I know you haven't been able to get much out of the laundry parents, but next time you see them, just yell, um, you know, how do you feel about uh, uh, your, your son being captured in North Carolina? Mm. You know, and yeah. just pretend like you, uh, you know, oh, try to trick them, yeah. try to yes. trick them. Yeah, not a bad That's, idea. Okay. Yeah. That, that or yell, there's a dog inside your house. Like, a, oh, my God, like dogs like a, gi- yeah. there's a do- giant dog was just let in your house. And maybe like, I'm a dog specialist. I'll handle yeah. it for you. Yeah. Right. <laughs> but who yeah. doesn't like control. trenchies? I mean, you know, right. it's like yeah. the neighbors yeah. got That's the cutest sick. trenchies. That that was That's strange. Sick. Red yeah. flag. Try yeah. to trick them a little bit. I like yeah. the trickery. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. well, Brian, we thank you. Um, uh, yeah, we, we thank you a lot for, for, for doing this and taking us on the scene, on the ground. And uh, kudos to you for covering the story for such a long grueling period of time 19 days in, a, in the front lawn it's yeah. uh great coverage it's well lot, thank man. you guys for having me i appreciate it yeah all right brother take it Thanks, easy right, see you guys later see, see ya. ya all right bye all right fantastic interview thank you brian for coming on the show if you want to follow brian on twitter he's uh he's the main guy down there at the laundry house at brian enton e-n-t-i-n um does great work so if you really want to stay on top of this case he's a good one to follow um let's see uh voicemails and reviews coming up so be sure to get those in 512-270-1480 there's a cutoff so if you want to get them in get them in early and hopefully we'll get to those, if not the next week, uh, buy and some merch. Five star reviews on Apple Podcasts. That's right. You know, those also have that. They have that early cutoff. So That's hit true. them now if you want to hear them on Friday. That's right. Patreon.com slash hard factor. Just keeping keeping it growing over there. Lots of people signing up. Um, so oh, trivia know. was huge. Lotto was huge. Even though we didn't win, it was a rush gambling thread going going, going great. Sixteen so. leg parlays coming up again. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll probably get the form out on the sixteen. 16- leg parlay Today, uh, no later than thursday morning yeah yeah cool excellent Get just in time for thursday night football yep. that's right all right that's it we will see you tomorrow we love you have a great fucking day see you later